0: Hey guys, I'm back. Not fucking things up this time.
1: Yeah, we'll see about
0: that. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. You got Davis Alden, Carter Mangus. Bridger Gransbury this week going to talk a little bit about bird hunting. Carter just got himself a new dog back in, what was it? June? Uh,
0: it was May. May? Yeah, I, I picked up a German short hair pointer puppy from this kennel up in Idaho. It's called Teton Bird Dogs. He's got some really nice German short hairs and uh, wired hair pointing griffons, but. I just got her out the other week, and she found some sharp tails. It was a good time.
1: I'm guessing by accident, because that is the (laughs) least well-trained dog I've ever seen. Hey,
0: for six six months, yeah, she does need some work, work. but for six months, she's getting her done. (laughs) Like, it's good enough for right now. We're working on it, though. We're working on it.
1: Can't even get her to sit down without smacking her on the ass.
0: Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're working on it. All right, so how'd it it go? Oh, it was pretty good. Um, We walked up the first draw and didn't really run into anything, and it wasn't until we got to, like, the end of the draw. So from my experience, I've run into sharp tails primarily, like, in bushes and, like, sagebrush and whatnot, but these fuckers were just, like, sitting out in the middle of the grass, so I was not expecting them to fly when they did. And Callie, the dog, was a... just running willy-nilly, kind of doing her own thing, and accidentally, sure, flushed about five sharp tails and shot one of them, and my dad... We actually just bought a Weatherby shotgun, or my dad did, and it's not cycling for some reason, and so my dad was getting real pissed off because he was shooting at these birds, and, like, he'd shoot one shot, and then it wouldn't cycle, so then you'd have to, like, pull the lever back yourself. So he was pretty pissed off about that. Gonna get it fixed. But anyway, shot one of the sharp tails, and then Callie didn't necessarily go to like fetch it after it had fallen out of the air. So I walked up to the bird with her, and she sniffed it, and to my surprise, she wasn't trying to eat the thing. And.
1: Did she, did she pick it up with yeah, at
0: all? Yeah, she picked it up. Once we got up to it, she picked it up, but I was surprised she wasn't trying to like gnaw on it because I swear to God, every toy we buy that dog, she just destroys <laughs> in like 10 minutes. Any,
2: but, any pointing action?
0: A little bit. No. Not on that first time, but uh, after that first flush. But after she had gotten the bird initially, the first one, then she kind of realized like, oh bird scent and then so after that like we had watched where those sharp tails had gone to land and we walked over there and then at that point she was sniffing more and kind of like pointing not really like a legitimate point but she was more aware I would say and then after we flushed them the second time she wasn't necessarily pointing but she was walking up real slow to where they flushed from like she knew they were there so progress you know
2: I got, I got a question. Uh, I don't hunt behind pointers. Yeah. Okay, I'm not a, not a pointer. Well, didn't
0: having you
1: hunt with... Uh, yeah,
2: with L- Coons. Coons, they have a pointer. Or uh, uh, Lee's dog. Yeah. Trigger. Trigger, trigger. Yeah. yeah. I hunted behind, behind Trigger as well. But why a pointer? Why a pointer?
0: You know, I guess it's just personal preference. I've never really hunted with like a lab or a retriever that goes and flushes dogs, you know? And so, I mean, I'm sure I'd be fine hunting with one of them, but to me, I'd rather keep the dog close enough to where they point, and then you can come up to them before the birds fly. And I'm sure, like, a really well-trained flushing dog would, like, not intentionally flush birds when you're, like, 200 yards away and you can't get a shot with a shotgun, but... I don't know. I guess it's just personal preference see, this, to me. this is
2: the way that I see it. Okay, this might be a hot take, but I know this podcast is about hot takes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm talking, but hunting behind a pointer is like hunting in a high-fence area. It, you know that they're going to be there. You know, so it's like there's no real like excitement behind.
0: Well, I mean, that's it's just my take it's I, up I, to I, the dog though to find the birds. Well, yeah, I mean that's just like, like it is with a flushing yeah. dog.
2: I know, but the the best part about having a flushing dog is the excitement of, you know, you can the, you can be stepping on the bird and it's you know.
0: Well, I mean, there. it's the same way with the pointers. Like with Cali the other day, I mean, that first group of sharptails we flushed, we practically like they flushed about 15 yards to my right. And, I mean, Callie was just running around on the hill and I was walking. So, I mean, it wasn't necessarily that she, like, froze the birds with her point or whatever. And, I mean, with any pointing dog, I feel like it's kind of, like, up to the bird, too, whether they want to flush uh, before the dog points, I guess. That's true.
1: So, I'm with Bridger on this. I prefer a flush dog mostly because the pointers I've hunted with go up and point but if you don't have a flush dog they don't you can't somebody has to basically go flush those birds yeah sure and so usually it's like one of our shooters who you'd rather have shooting Shooting. at the birds
0: yeah sure
1: flushing the birds because if you're the one flushing the birds you're You probably aren't getting a shot off.
0: So here's the way I see it. I feel like it's more beneficial to hunt with flushing dogs if it was just like one dog to say like two or three people, multiple people for that reason specifically. But I feel like pointing dogs benefit like if you have more than one dog for like each shooter you have. Cause then you can kind of follow your own dog. So oh, like, yeah. It, well, when if you I...
1: want, if you're gonna have two dogs, one of them should definitely be a pointer. Yeah. But
0: yeah. Well, I'm not even saying that. Like, so well... my uncle, like my dad's got pointing dogs, and then one of his brothers, my uncle, he's got pointing dogs as well. So when we go out and bird hunt, we usually have like a dog per person. And it also depends on the bird. Cause I mean, grouse are kind of stupid and just willy nilly, and they kind of flush and they don't really hold that well for any dog. Pheasants on the other... Pheasants will hold for, like, a pointing dog, yeah. from my experience.
2: One, one thing that I am not very... That I don't like about pointing dogs is they're so hard to hunt with if they're not with their owner. Like, when we go out South Dakota and, you know, around, around Sheridan and stuff like yeah. that, it's every dog is, you know, running down the line, you know, of hunters. But with a pointing dog, you have to have the one trigger word or whatever... Just say you know, go flush a bird. You know, whatever it may be.
0: That's true. And, yeah. And, and
2: you know, I know my dogs. Um, they're not pointers, but uh, they they mostly listen to my stepdad. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that, and you know, they can they can go hunt, to, you know, around other people, and they'll listen, you know. But they mostly stay around. My like they're dad. loyal
0: to one. Pr- yeah. Like,
2: I mean, yeah. yeah. I- but I mean, you know, they'll they'll veer off. But all I'm saying is, when you know, if a if a, a pointer's in front of me. And, you know, then I don't know the command, or I don't, you know. Yeah. It's all sorts of confusing.
0: Sure. I mean, so, like, that's what I was saying, though. Like, that's why when I'm hunting with my dad or my uncle or whatever, we usually bring more than one dog. So, it's like you have your own dog with you. And then that way, you kind of prevent having to, or, like, one shooter, like, basically sacrificing a shot to go flush the birds themselves. And, like you were saying, you can keep control of your dog. And you can have that one command. But I mean when Callie was out with my dad and I, she we didn't have our other dogs out with us. It was just her. And she listened fairly well to my dad and I both. But I mean it might just be because she's six months old and she's mm-hmm. not really that attached to one person specifically yet. But I've noticed that too, like when it comes to, like me and Corey, when she's around Corey and I, she listens to me like ten times better than she does Corey. Which is like kind of funny, but it's and also. And I wouldn't a pig. say
1: she listens to you all too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she gets excited when y'all come into my household, man. She's six months old. She's like, "Holy shit, people!
2: Wow!" <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like all dogs that way, though, at some point in their life.
0: So
1: the good flush dogs I've been around typically don't get more than fifteen yards away from their owner. Yeah. And so that's why I like flush dogs more because they aren't get, a good flush dog won't flush birds out of shooting range Now, I've been with flushing bird or flushing dogs that are a hundred just take off smell birds and take off and in yeah. a hunt but
0: sure I mean a lot of it just comes down to training too, you know I mean, I hunt grouse more than I hunt pheasants, I feel like. And I've also never hunted with, like, a dog that is, like, uh, built in for them to flush birds. Like, I've only ever hunted with pointing dogs, so... When it comes to grouse hunting with a pointing dog, I feel like you're not really going to get a solid point when you're hunting grouse. From my experience, anyway. Just because grouse are so stupid. And they get scared of everything, so... I don't know. I think it's just training and personal preference. I think.
2: Like, I beyond would. On the fact of pointer and flushing, I think the, watching the dogs and you know, watching the dogs hunt is the most exciting part of bird hunting. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's my regardless thing. if that's my thing.
0: the dog is going to go point at a covey of birds or the dog's just going to run and just scare the shit out of them and make them fly. Like, I, I think it's super fun to watch them just put their nose to the ground and get after it. Yeah,
1: I. I will say this There's nothing prettier to see Than a pointing dog Just standing stiff as a board For two minutes Mm -hmm. Like okay You're getting your shotgun ready You know something's
0: coming Yeah And I mean Callie doesn't have it to the point Where she'll put her like Paw up in the air When she points But like Even though she doesn't have her paw up She'll get her nose and head low And her tail's just sticking straight out And she's just froze and it's still super fun to watch, so I'm excited to see where she gets. We're working on it. So where'd you
1: actually go around Sheridan uh,
0: with your dad? Oh God, names of places. Yeah,
1: Jason's uh, gonna be. Yeah, well, he it won't. Matter. It
2: won't matter. He's I don't going to the Drop names or not, I was. No, we about it, we but. can. We can. Jason's just of
0: places. Uh, J6. Oh, place. okay. Yeah. If you
2: don't want to tell him where I at
0: though. Well, I mean, like. So we were sharp tail hunting out on Wolf Creek. Okay. That state land that's out on, yeah. I'll just leave it at that, I guess. But uh, (laughs) we were just out on Wolf Creek, so.
1: Where you got your antelope that one time? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a complete, so funny story about the antelope is like, (laughs) so I shot that antelope two years ago, and like, so the year before, uh, three years ago, I was out on Wolf Creek bird hunting with one of my dad's dogs. And I walk all the way back to the end of the fence line of the state land. It's like three, three and a half miles. And I saw all these antelope hanging out out there. And I was like, if I draw an antelope tag, I'm going to go out there and shoot one of them bastards. Mm-hmm. Next year, I draw an antelope tag. That's straight where I went. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Was it beautiful?
1: Because didn't you not get home till like midnight or some shit like that?
0: Yeah, so I was all by my lonesome. And I... <laughs> I went out there about 2 p.m., shot, or well, I came up on these antelope, but it was just flat prairie, you know, so I'm like, how? And they were like 600 yards away, and I was like, there's no way I can get a shot from here. Or I guess I could have, but I was just like, yeah. So I'm crawling through this grass for a solid like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Finally get within 200, 250 and then this buck I wanted to shoot was laying down so then I had to sit there and wait for him to stand up and he finally stood up and I shot it but had to clean it out and then drag it out up and down ravines for like 3.5 miles and it was not that fun but got back at like 11 to my house so it, it worked out. It was like a 14 inch antelope though so I was happy.
2: That's why you stick to the Three pound pheasants. Yeah. You can pack you can pack twenty of those and be all right. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're over your limit there, bud. Well, <laughs> oh, no, it's a big group. It's a big, big group. Oh, big okay, group. okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Sure, sure. Big follow, group. Yeah. Wink, wink. Big group. Follow
0: yeah. Yeah. the rags, man. You got to follow the rags. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's true. That's true. We should take a bird hunting trip to South Dakota.
0: Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. My dad wanted to get the dogs out on the pheasant farm in Sheridan. This um, fall, winter, I guess. Which which one? I don't know. I guess he didn't really specify. I've never hunted on the pheasant farms in Sheridan, but he just said we should take Callie and like Bruno. Bruno's our other dog. He's a Drothar. but he's the a- fuck is a. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Holy shit!
2: Uh, Imported straight from Germany. Yeah,
0: there's, <laughs> it is a German dog. It it roughly translates over to German wire hair
2: could start with that. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Drothar sounds cooler. Drothar. No, I'd be down, though. South Dakota. I, it, it's hit or miss, though. It's so hit or miss.
0: No.
1: That that one year we went was only bad because the year before they'd had a huge uh, cold winter yeah, and it yeah. killed off a bunch of birds. And then, like, the, the farmers were late in getting their cornfields corn. cut and so
2: goddamn corn
1: these pheasants were just sitting in the cornfields and you can't really pheasant hunt a cornfield that well yeah when the sure. corn is taller than you did yeah. you go to
2: that spot were you there i, I went twice and we went in, we like one of the first years yeah. the first year that i went um we got some access from this uh this landowner and it was just a bed of cattails I mean, I see, you know, the dogs are in there. You couldn't even see them. Couldn't see them. We we hunted it for, like, five minutes, and we had to leave because there was just, like, no, people were going in there, but their dogs were getting lost, and so we just had to bail. It was such a shit show. Yeah, I Uh, don't
1: don't think I was there that one.
2: That does not sound like a good time. No, it was not good.
0: But, hey, live and learn.
2: Yeah, we didn't go back there. (laughs) We did not go back there. Lesson learned. (laughs) Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah, I don't really spend a lot of time pheasant hunting. Honestly, I
2: mean, sounds like that's gonna change here though with with the recent purchase.
0: Probably, yeah. I'd like it to. I mean, we usually take we just take our dogs up on the mountain really to hunt blues, and then like uh, state land out of town or whatever to hunt sharp tails, and then pheasants if you run into them, I guess. But I've never really actively gone and s- sought after pheasant. I suppose.
1: Do uh does the game and fish put out stocking reports like they do with fish? Like if they put out pheasant
0: in places, do they? You know that's make a, a good question.
2: That? I don't know if they I do or well.
0: Not. I mean, I would imagine so. Maybe. I know my. Well, step- I, know I guess they keep track of it, but yeah, I don't know if they release like an official report. Yeah. yeah, my
2: stepdad's friends with one of the stalkers for the pheasants. So you kinda get some insights sometimes yeah. and we'll show up, you know, to just this random place and oh here's the bird here's the bird truck coming to drop some pheasant. <laughs> so I mean
0: We just sit yeah, there and wait for the truck to drop it's, the pheasant. It's song. just any hunting, you gotta know the right
2: people, right? Yeah. You know? You gotta know the landowner, you gotta know the pheasant people. It's the same thing. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't know, I guess it would depend on the area. I mean they might I don't I don't know. That's a good question. We should look into that.
1: Yeah, so I haven't, I've pheasant pheasant hunted on public land like less than 10 times. I've gone to Kearns a couple times and then gone to South Dakota and then gone east of town a couple times, but mostly I've been on bird farms,
0: Yeah, which is fun. Bird Bird farms are fun, Yeah, they're a good time.
2: They're a good time
0: hmm
2: they it, are. It, i mean i don't know it's it's kind of cheating when you say okay we placed a bird here get ready you know but i mean at the same time you're getting outside you're yeah you're hunting.
1: well i mean it's more advantageous for us but then again we put out all the birds at once go back let the dogs run around get some energy out and then go hunt so it gives the birds some time to yeah, leave. Yeah, and I've been on plenty of hunts where you think the bird's asleep <laughs> when you're placing it, and it just flies yeah. off. Immediately, so. <laughs> Are you still
2: part of the bird farm? And there's your dad? Yeah, like John is anymore. They, they really cut down on the, the land that they own on the yeah, you know, so there's only like one spot left that you can hunt, which is kind of a bummer, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. Huh. I think last year the deal they made was they had to be done before New Year's, and usually they could go to like March. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say because there's no there's no li- or like regulations for for time limit for hunting on bird farms. Well, there is. Well, it I goes mean, like, not like this. It's not the same no, as the regular bird hunting. No, season. bird
1: hunting is pretty short, but yeah. like for a bird farm, it can go October to March usually.
0: Yeah. So. It would just depend on their stock, I assume.
1: Well, you, when you're part of a bird farm, you buy birds, you take care of the birds on site, and yeah. then you put them so, out. Do you know Lee? So,
0: no, I don't know Lee. No? You knew. So, you, you know his yeah, daughter. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Kay, I don't know. Kaylee Ingles. Yeah.
0: Mm,
2: yeah. Okay. So her, yeah, I know Kaylee. Live, so they live right next to the bird farm. So Lee, like, volunteered to take care of all the birds for us, which was great. But... So, like, my stepdad, he would buy, like, he'd buy, like, 30 birds.
0: How much does one bird run you, generally? Uh,
1: I don't know, because like you're paying for the bird. You're yeah. paying for feed and water.
0: And... Okay.
2: The way they have it, uh, yeah, though, is pretty know. crazy how it's set up. It's just, it's like a, a big chicken coop. Yeah, it's sure. It's like, 60 birds in there. It's crazy. I bet you get some good eggs from them.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Although, they're kind of feisty little bastards. Oh, man.
2: Getting in there is kind of... They fly around. Dude, I don't know. Shitting on you. Well, they'll
1: they'll fight each other. You got to kind of put a clip that covers their eyes and blinds them, or they'll peck the hell out of each (laughs) other.
0: Shit, dude. I believe it. So, for one of my class... I'm taking this class right now. It's Wildlife Ecology and Management. And, uh... We were trapping chipmunks this last week for, like, population surveys and then uh, just, like, handling procedures of wildlife. And I was out up on Happy Jack the other morning doing my thing, setting traps. It's about 6.30 a.m. Pretty smoky and from the fires down here and whatnot, but uh, cracking a cold one. <laughs> yeah, it showed up on there, damn it. That's uh, okay. But anyway, so I'm out baiting traps, and they, there was two lines that I was in charge of baiting, and there's eight traps in a line. So I go up the one line, and I'm coming back. It's like the third to last trap, and I reach my hand down there to open it, and this squirrel, man, he was pissed, <laughs> comes flying out at the door at me and does this weird hissy thing, and I was like, Jesus, and I jump back, and I was ugh. Thought that thing was going to give me rabies or something. And so then I'm trying to, like, pick the trap up and move it so I could open the door and let the squirrel go without suffering any kind of bites or scratches or whatever. I don't know. I was like, I don't know what to do in this situation. Like, Aw, no-
1: is Carter afraid of a squirrel? <laughs> that, you should have
0: seen that thing, man. It was bouncing off the no, sides of the one, cage. Yeah, and
2: I no, One time we were fishing, uh, me and a couple of my buddies took... It was like our senior ditch day, but it was just like four of us that went, you know? Everyone yeah. was a junior, so it wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, okay. We just ditched. And uh, uh, we were up in uh, Dayton, fishing one of their local ponds that they have there. And there was this, this squirrel, and it was like eye level on the tree. And Jack, Jack Chase was like, I'm gonna catch it. I'm like, no you're not. Like there's no way you're gonna catch get- Those things are so fast. Sure as shit. He grabs his fishing net, just scoops this squirrel out from off the tree. And traps it on the ground and he's trying to like touch it and stuff. It's trying to bite the shit out of his fingers. Like those things are. Yeah, aggressive. they're
0: feisty, oh. man. I was I was oh. shocked, honestly. Like and so I'm moving this trap but I set it up so it was facing away from me, like out of the tree it was hidden in. And I stand behind it and I reach down there and the thing's like trying to jump at my hands. And I was like, "Good God!" And I went down there and I opened the door, and that thing shot out like a missile
2: and just disappeared. What were you? What were you recording? Just like how many traps?
0: Yeah, it was like a population. So we have well, I was in the morning group setting traps with bait, and so like there's a group that goes out at six and then or like six thirty, and then a the group that went out at four p.m. And so the 4 p.m. group was the one that was, like, putting bands on the chipmunks and stuff to, like, kind of keep track of, like, which ones have been caught and whatnot already. But, uh, for some reason, this one trap that I was baiting that morning got left open overnight. (laughs) And so, lo and behold, a squirrel ended up in it when it wasn't supposed to. So that's another reason I was really caught off guard. Because I was like, God dang it, they didn't close the trap! So, uh... Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So, someone other than you fucked up. Exactly. That's exactly true. what I'm saying. Shit, 2020's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> say dude. that again. Oh, dude, oh, you want to hear... Okay, this is kind of off topic, but... <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. We're, this whole about, were,
2: we're talking about chipmunks. We're, yeah. we're,
0: well, so we're talking about 2020 being fucked up, right? And so, you know, Kobe Bryant passed away earlier this year, correct? So last night, I turned the TV on and Jeopardy's on. And it's the final Jeopardy question. And the question was Will Smith and Paul Lennox, I think, were pallbearers at this man's funeral in 2016. So everyone's writing down their answers, whatever. First lady comes up with Muhammad Ali. And he's like, that is correct. Second guy, guy's up $17,000, beating everyone else by like 10 grand. He says Kobe Bryant. Oh my Kobe God. Bryant. I was like, oh my! I I was so pissed off. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man! Oh, an idiot. off top. Yeah, 2020 is really fucked up, guys. I mean, come on. Oh, oh jeez. I was just. I was in awe. I. Yeah, but anyway. Back to it. <laughs> Back to birds.
1: Back to birds. So, uh, you have labs, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We got, uh, well, we, we got word of this kennel. It's in, I think it's in Warland, I'm not exactly sure the name of it. It's on the other side of the mountain, though. And uh, so we got our, our first dog from there. And it was, it was kind of a Christmas present for, for Brock and I. Um, Brock got his main gift. And I, John, was like, oh, Bridger, I forgot your gift. Like, what's going on? And so he walks back into his room and brings out this, uh, this uh, tote. It's blue totes so you can't see in it. And I'm like, okay, what's this going to be? And out pops this little yellow lab pup. And I'm like, shit, yes, let's go, right? And uh, so I got that for Christmas. Her name was Tucker. Don't ask me why we named the girl dog Tucker, but we did, okay? And uh, so, It's 2020, oh, yeah, so what what assume gender. Process. Well, no, it, I don't know. John thought it was funny that it rhymed with fucker. And so then there's, you know, like, okay. but there was no real life thought process. Like it's 2020. Talk? You can't assume you know, gender. Was not, this yeah, was like, was, I was in yeah. like sixth grade, no fifth oh, grade Christmas. Okay. It was. And, uh, anyways, so we, we go to get her spade at a local, uh, vet in Sheridan. And she got this like one in 10,000 chance disease where it turns all of her fat in her body to blood. And she died on my birthday. Got her for Christmas. Died on my birthday. What? Isn't what? That is that fucked? That is fucked. fucked. Yeah, that's I know. terrible. I know. And wow. so then, the they they ran. We got like a like a uh, what do they call? Like a toxicology, not toxicology, but like a yeah,
0: like a screen. Yeah, yeah, of, of
2: how she died. Yeah. And it was clearly the the vet's fault. And so they bought us a new dog. We got we got a new dog from the same kennel. Molly. Uh, who we still have, thank gosh. and uh, Bless. Yeah, so the first time we went out hunting, this is a pretty crazy story, uh, we go out to the bird farm, actually, and there are about six or seven guys, so it's pretty, you know, she was probably six months old, seven uh-huh. months old, you know, but pretty young. And first bird goes up, five shots go off, and she's back at the truck. It <laughs> 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 was, was one, two, three, and then we didn't know where Molly was, right? Yeah. So we had to send her off back to the kennel. Uh, luckily, they broke her of it, and uh, we ended up having pups with her. And so now we have um, a black lab, uh, Putter, and God, can they hunt, man? Putter, she's she's got so much energy, and, and she's so fun to hunt behind. You know, I mean, you can't you can't beat a dog with energy you really can't
0: i don't know dude i wish callie would calm down sometimes. but see that's the <laughs>
2: good thing about that's the good thing about putter and having molly is molly taught her everything obviously but once once molly is inside she's the calmest dog ever like just immediately lays down and so know, was
0: she like this at six months or was she still pretty energetic
2: like in and sure. out of the house she was
0: a pretty calm dog, to be honest with you. I mean, like, Callie's pretty relaxed. Sometimes. No, my Hey, God. whoa, whoa, whoa. So when Callie's in the house, sometimes she's pretty relaxed, right? But, I mean, like, you let her out of her kennel in the morning, or, like, when she gets around people, she's, like, off the walls on top of everyone, you know, so. You know, I'm hoping that she gets to the point where, like, she has that switch, you know, where you can, like, she's in the house, she turns it off, she can relax, and then when we're out hunting, you know, she can... Flip the switch. Well,
1: do, do you take her for runs at all? Yeah.
0: I mean, well, personally, <laughs> personally, I hate running. So I prefer getting on my bike, and then I'll just make her chase me on my bike or, like, run beside me while I'm on my bike. And, I mean, like, I'll run her, like, three, four, five miles.
2: No, but here's the thing. How, well, how
1: often do you do that?
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry, Roger. Right now, like, every other day. Maybe try every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a busy guy. I got to work, too. got to pay the bills. Put food on the table. That's true. And, I mean, like, this whole online school thing is just all fuckity. So, I mean, I get her out when I can. But I try to get her out every other day and I'll run her or walk her. I mean, it just depends on the day, I guess. But
2: she's out of the house getting exercise daily anyway. That's that's good. Here's here's what I've learned is you, you can't... Punish a dog for having a lot of energy. So, like what I was saying, uh, um, you said that you have hunted with dogs that are, you know, a hundred yards in front of you, and and that's the way Putter was when when she first started hunting. And John was always so afraid to shock her to tell her to come back, because once you beat that energy out of the dog and she and or, and they learn like, oh, I gotta stay by my owner. You know, I can't, I can't. Go uh, out, yeah, sure. That you can't fix that. You can't no. fix that. And so it took a long time and it's still, you know, I mean, she's, she's uh, four, I think, you know, and she'll have those moments where she'll go as every dog will, as every dog, yeah, will go, you know, okay. she's got those moments where she'll, she'll run ahead and, but now she'll listen to the beep of the caller. So John, he doesn't shock anymore. You know, they hear the beep and they come back, which is, you know, yeah. I mean, that just takes time, you know, and Callie will get there, I, I, I think,
0: and yeah. I hope. Yeah, I mean, you I can't do. strip a dog
2: of its confidence. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly.
0: So, I mean, like, when they want to go do their own bullshit and not listen to you, you kind of, <laughs> yeah. like, you have to enforce to them that that's not what you want them to do, but at the same time, you just can't, like...
2: You just got to tell them they can do it closer. Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit closer to you is Just, fine. no, 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 come like, a yeah. little bit closer. 30 yards is good. That's yeah, end. sure. Oh, that's but, a hell of a shot for a shotgun. We're okay, I right. mean, we've all made them. Well, yeah, well, yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> once yeah. <laughs> yeah, what in a blue yeah, that's what
2: I'm trying to say. One, who's the best hunter you've ever seen, like with shotgun?
1: With a shotgun, shotgun or the shotgun, with
2: dogs? Pheasant. No, pheasant. Like, like with the shotgun, just being able to make those shots and everything. Is there somebody that stands out to you?
1: Not that can make a really far shot. No, though,
2: but
1: I mean. Everyone we've hunted with on the bird farm is pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like most of the times we put out twenty birds, we're getting eighteen. Yeah,
2: yeah which okay. is pretty damn good. And the two is probably oh. you and I. No. <laughs> I.
1: I don't. I'll, know take, the count you count no, I'll <laughs> take the count for one. No, I'll take the count for one. Usually, my first time out is usually not good, but after my first time, I'm pretty dead set. Yeah, I, I mean just,
0: like. When we yeah. were out sharptail hunting the other day, I could have, like, the limit's three, which I think is kind of lame in all honesty, but whatever. Well, three per day. Yeah, three per day. But, I mean, like, For I, I could have filled my limit, like, I mean, if I had enough accuracy to hit three birds as they all flushed right in front of me, I could have filled my limit then. But, like, I definitely could have filled it within the two first two coveys that we flushed, you know? Bet you didn't. No. I only ended up. Getting, I only ended up <laughs> okay. getting two birds. I'm just saying, like, I wish I had that accuracy.
2: That'd be nice. It'll come. That's that's what I always. Think. Yeah, if, if
1: like if I went and shot clay pigeons before I went bird hunting, yeah, then my first time would be good. But
0: yeah, that I first mean, time it just. That,
1: I don't know what yeah. is wrong. It just doesn't click.
0: When we got on the sharp tails, that was the first bird that I'd shot at in the year. So, you know, I was a little rusty, Rough, but, yeah. uh, you know. What,
2: what do you guys use for guns when you, when you bird hunt?
0: So,
1: uh, my godfather gave me, when I turned 12, he gave me his first 20 gauge shotgun and, uh, so it's pump action shotgun, that's what I use most of the time. Although lately it's been locking up and you so said twelve
2: gauge?
1: Twenty, 20 gauge.
2: gauge.
1: And so then when my grandpa died, I got a twelve gauge pump action shotgun from him and I yet to shoot
0: it.
2: Yeah. So What about you, Carter?
0: I mean <clears throat> I don't know. My dad's got about seven different shotguns in our house. So I'm it, You gotta have a selection.
2: Yeah. You gotta have a selection.
0: My dad always says, this is the wisest thing I ever heard. One is none. (laughs) One is none. Okay. This is always the excuse for buying more guns.
1: Is that universal in all life or just the
0: guns? So just like so the kn- knives. So should I make or? a
1: Carter Mangus is a Mormon joke. A one is none. So better have two or three wives.
2: wives I was going to say polygamy. Oh, yeah. Are we to that? Okay, right it applies that
0: to one? everything except women.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what did you, what did you say? What what? So I mean, day? like,
0: I used to primi- primarily just use like a 12 gauge when we were out bird hunting, but my dad's purchased more 20 gauges like within the last. Couple years, few years, and so, like, more of the time now we just take semi out of 20s out. Yeah. So, what's the Weatherby gun? It's a 20 gauge, and those are nice looking guns. Yeah, too. no, it is a super nice oh. gun. And I mean, like, my dad just bought it, we got it out of the box, and it wasn't cycling right, so he's got to get that taken care of, obviously. But I mean, like, it is a super nice gun, I like it a lot. And then he also got this 20 gauge, it's called an Affinity. And I mean, it is the lightest shotgun I've ever held, and it's like it got a super smooth action, and uh, the trigger's really light, <clears throat> cycles nicely. I mean, like, I really like the Affinity, personally. That's what I was using the other day. So. So what do you use?
2: Uh, twenty gauge. My I don't have my like my own twenty gauge. Just because John has enough, so I I use an over under. Okay. Yeah.
1: See, I and, like. I think I like a side by side double barrel
0: more than an over under. I'd rather,
2: I'd rather shoot over under. I do too. I, I, so I was like, okay, I'll use it. You know, I don't really know what, but it shoots the same. You know, I mean, it's, it, it's a nice gun too. I really like it. Um, I really wanted a semi auto though. I, John has a this sweet Browning semi auto. Yeah, and, those are nice. Oh, it's so nice. Just a little pricey. Yeah, I know, I know. See, well, that's why you go to the Pheasants Forever and just pray to God that <laughs> you enjoy yeah. So, yeah, sure.
1: Well, yeah. shit, we were going to go to Ducks Unlimited this year and then COVID hit.
2: This ruins everything. God it really does. It. I, but it doesn't ruin the bird hunting, though. It ruins the festivities, but it doesn't ruin the bird hunting. You know what does ruin the goddamn bird hunting, though? Out of skaters. No, uh. but yeah. <laughs> but it's <is> goddamn <laughs> fire. That's threatening to burn down our hometown right now. Not our hometown, but the town we're in right now. I don't know. Laramie's pretty Holy shitty. I don't know shit. if I consider it. I'm not it a scared about it burning down, but you're talking about bird hunting and coverage and everything. How
0: many? Well, how many there's birds no are
2: birds big... around here. Well, it's southeast. I mean, in the in the grasslands. Over well, by the... serotinous. Uh, no, sure. it, maybe not pheasant, but grouse. You can't, even, you can't so even hunt just... sage grouse down here. I'm just so. saying. I'm just saying, it all of that habitat's being. Shredded right now, and there's no, no way that you. stop So, all,
1: two things. One, the only birds it is remotely killing is blue grouse because yeah. yeah. it's all on the fire no. is all on the mountain. Two, yeah. there wasn't any blue grouse habitat on the mountain. You couldn't. Oh,
0: okay.
1: That forest was everywhere. There, it wasn't like the bighorns where mm-hmm. there's open parks. Mm-hmm. It was just, small oh. little meadows. Surrounded by forest, you couldn't even walk through the forest. It'd I mean, take yeah. you half an hour to walk fifty yards. Super thick. It's it just was super fucked.
0: dense, yeah. and there's down trees everywhere. So I mean, as bad as this may sound, it's probably better that the snowies are on No,
1: fire it's right now. absolutely the best thing that can happen for that forest. In I terms mean, of
0: it'll clear all the down trees and the like. How thick is? If all it burns is. hot enough, if yeah. it
1: doesn't burn hot enough and just leaves just chars it, chars, yeah. then it's still gonna be fucked because
0: there's gonna be. But I mean, yeah, Yeah, you're right. But I mean, like, the good thing about the fires going on is that it'll open up the habitats way more for more um, parks and things like that. And I mean, like, there won't be as many fallen trees, so it'll be easier for animals to get around over the mountain and whatnot. And I mean, it's easier for people to walk through, obviously, too. And with it all burning and stuff, like it'll take a long time, but there's going to be a bunch of new green vegetation that'll grow. That'll ultimately benefit the animals
2: more. That's what I was going to say. Generally speaking, fires—you know—they suck when they're happening, but in ten or so years, I mean, ultimately, ultimately,
0: it'll benefit like the whole ecosystem.
1: In about three or four years, the elk up there—the elk hunting—is going to be unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be way better. Yeah, I agree. But. It just sucks while it's happening, though.
1: Because i mean, what were you gonna go bird hunting down here?
0: No, but I mean, shit, I tried. you can't walk it outside. Without I them. tried. It doesn't really work that well.
1: I was,
2: was suffocating.
1: So if you go north by Arlington uh-huh. in that area, yeah. there's no smoke.
2: Yeah. I went. Yeah. Even well, even I mean, going from from my house to your house is ten times worse. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, just the you know. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible outside.
1: Mm-hmm. I went elk hunting last Tuesday, and then deer hunting on sunday
0: yeah
1: it went north and
0: nothing it was beautiful but no, i didn't no. see any animals <laughs> so, so they don't exist down yeah, here it's the alden luck yeah. right there <laughs> no it's not even alden luck it's just there's no elk or deer yeah. down there sign everywhere said no animals so hopefully we can down some animals in the coming weeks you, what do you got, though? You got deer tags I've, down here? Well, I haven't... No, I didn't get anything for... Down. Well, I mean, I guess I have a general deer tag that mm-hmm. I could go hunt down here with, but I'm going elk hunting next week. Up on the big horns. I drew a tag for 39. Oh, nice. Opens the 15th. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'll be. Hopefully, hopefully, something will go down. Ideally.
1: Yeah, and I got a general deer tag... Might hunt up a little by Sheridan this weekend.
0: Yeah. Hey man, if you're free, enough. let's get to hunting because I got a deer tag and an antelope tag to fill. So.
1: I also have an antelope tag.
2: Well, we better like where you're. Yeah, I could make some calls. Area ten, yeah. I could make some calls and maybe make that happen. Yeah. We got the so like the land east right behind the interstate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. like the east the side of the side.
1: the east side of the interstate, but it's uh in between the interstate the highway going to you cross and then buffalo to you cross so that little yeah okay gotcha.
2: section oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we we I, you don't see many many antelope on you know in our pastures or anything like that but over the hill where we normally hunt you know we got we got the permission from the landowner and you see antelope up there like crazy yeah like crazy
1: and i just have a dauphin tag so uh-huh. nothing special
2: well, yeah, I can see if I can make some calls and make that happen, but what do you got for tags? I, you know i'm I'm empty this year. We tried to put in for a, a group uh, elk at thirty eight, but if it's you know if one draws, you all draw. yeah, you know, and so we we didn't end up drawing that one, but john's up John's been up there the last couple weekends for the last couple weeks with my with my cousin from Colorado. Um, just archery general um so. But nothing yet, you know. He got, he got his first archery bull. Honestly, it was, it was either last year or two years ago, um, up at 38, and he was just pumped. He was so excited. So that was cool, and we're, you know, we all reap the benefits from that by eating it. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's perfect, man. It's perfect. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty open. Once, you know, I'll go back uh, for Christmas, and we'll, we'll do some bird hunting, especially since we got that long break. It's, Perfect. So I,
1: well, I think maybe when does the bird hunting season end for public land, like uh, non-bird farms?
0: I think fe- like pheasants open December 9th, I think, and then I think it closes like on the fifteenth. The last time I, it was something like that. I think it was only like a week. <laughs> we I'll, so I'll just look uh, it yeah. up.
1: I have a computer right yeah, here. Yeah, that's
0: that'd be wild. I'm fairly certain it starts on the 9th, though. But it's only open for, like, a week at the most. For public land, anyway. It's not long enough. No, That's it's really I'm not. I mean, like, you can go to the bird farm and hunt willy-nilly. Yeah, no longer than that, obviously, but public lands, I think, is only open that
2: long. Davis is going at Is this
1: that uh upland game? Another river?
2: upland. Yeah. Load, you dinosaur! There's not that bad.
0: Of
1: a- what fucking area
0: are we? Uh, Sher- like up by Sheridan's one, I think. So... That's, that's sage-grouse. That's
1: sage-grouse is done. Blue-grouse goes till December 31st. Uh,
0: I think out of all the grouse, blue-grouse is open. Uh, Wyoming ringneck neck pheasant
2: is uh, November to December. Dates depending on area.
1: Well, uh, nice. Partridge goes till January 31st.
2: So just truckers. Here
1: we go. And pheasants goes till the end of December. So November's so over Thanksgiving. week. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, we'll well, keep
0: going we'll be, down what? now. No, go down through. farther. What area are we? Well, too far.
2: I don't know. I don't remember. Huh.
0: Maybe I was wrong. Maybe wait. it was November.
2: All of area... Wait, read these.
0: I thought we were one. Okay, oh, wait, all, all of area... Yeah, okay. okay, yeah. So, yeah, till the November, November 7th. Okay. Yeah,
2: so, I, was, I, was was mistaken. I was mistaken by that. Well, and arms. shit, we don't... We're don't. out of school from the 23rd of November to... Yeah,
1: we don't go back, so January we can do... the 30th or whatever. Bird hunting, yeah.
2: Not with his dog, though. No. Hey, well, Hell no. We're working on it, we're working. Okay, okay. We'll have to see the progress. We'll have to see the progress. So...
1: Earl and Jacek oh,
0: good save, good save.
1: <laughs> Earl and Jacek go uh kind of by where we our bird farm is.
2: Sure. Cuz
1: Earl's girlfriend yeah. has a house right there. Yeah. They don't even fucking use a dog. They just co- come up and get our leftovers basically. <laughs>
2: smart guys smart guys yeah but oftentimes there's not very many leftovers no. unless you're going with a big group of people and it's just like okay, a lot of times you try to lay two or three birds by each other when there's a big group of people you yeah. know because the place that we hunt on is not that big like it i mean you gotta you got a good well now it's not that yeah big. before you had like the left side of the river you know all the way down the right side of the river all the way down um And, you know, so that was nice, but, um, you know, when there's a big group of people or when there's a big group of guys, it, you know, it goes astray (laughs) pretty quickly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So Carter's looking at me all antsy cause he needs to get back to his girlfriend because he's pretty whipped. (laughs) No, it's
0: taco
2: night. It's taco night, man. We ate tacos here tonight.
0: I know, but the shrimp tacos.
1: So we were kind of on a roll, but I, I think Carter wants us to end pretty soon, so yeah,
0: yeah, man.
1: He's so he did end up fucking up.
2: So What? No. It all comes full circle, Carter.
0: <laughs> Start to finish, baby, that's how I roll.
1: <laughs> so uh hit us up on social media with your hunting stories or your hunting questions. Send us pictures of your successful hunts
0: or fish, fish outings. Yeah, sure, that works. Oh, by and the we'll, way, we'll post them. Yeah. Uh, shout out Quentin, my little brother. He shot a pretty nice whitetail this past week. So uh, did he get that with a gun? Yeah, it nice. wasn't no bow, but I mean, like, still a nice whitetail. Oh it was yeah, nice white tail. I mean, take what you get. So yeah, good job, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen. <laughs> <laughs> now the football team just has to
2: figure it out. Yeah. If you listen. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, Appreciate anytime, that. man. Yeah, Maybe fishing. Let's do fishing yeah. next. We'll, we'll um...
1: you on with fishing with Hoon. Yeah. Oh, we'll have dude. a little debate about, you know, is yeah, yeah, trout a fish?
2: Yeah. Is yeah. trout oh, not a fish? God. How's that even a question? Well, in Hoon's
0: eyes, the only fish, real fish, are catfish, walleye,
2: Pike, Pike, yeah,
0: Croppy. and probably like bass, perch. Yeah. Bass. You're a bass. He's a bass fisherman.
1: Just not trout. That's fucked. Yeah, Ooh.
0: I, I really don't understand your thought process there, Hun. But well, um, th-
1: this will be another episode. Yeah, so. we'll get
0: Bridger back on for a bird hunting part two, too.
1: Oh, and mm-hmm. ski, oh ski, ski season. Season. oh yeah, yeah. you're right, man. We gotta
2: get, yeah, we gotta get everybody on for that one. That'll yeah, be a hoot.
1: We need to figure out our microphone situation for that one so we can have enough microphones.
0: We're going to need another microphone. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't well, J6 we only have, have fucking, on? like, three, yeah. We'll just steal j six Yeah, we could do three. I better three. get that before he leaves. Yeah, just take it Friday at his party. Or I'll leave
1: it with Art, because Art gets on every once in a while.
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll see you next time on The Rendezvous.